Hi, this is the second podcast. My name is Carol and this is my second podcast of Loose Lips where we talk about everything that's topical news, anything that is controversial. Yes, we talk about everything. So today is Saturday morning. We are in London town. It's quite a nice day and we're in the park. And um, today, you know, I'm going to talk... Um, talk about topical things and things that uh, might be a little bit taboo and people don't want to talk about but I am going to talk about it so welcome to the podcast Loose Lips I'm joined by three guests today um, who are friends and associates and um, very very opinionated people so I think we're going to have a good discussion today today I decided for my second podcast that we were going to talk about a topic that, <laughs> that is um, on everyone's lips, should I say, all over the world. And um, we should talk more about... Today we're going to talk about racism, George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protests. So I would like to welcome my guests. We have Tamsin who is a designer and a DJ. Hi Tamsin. Hi Carol. We have Jesse Michael, who was on my first podcast talking about living in the city. He's a theatre artist and musician. Hi Jesse. Thank you Carol. It's a pleasure and an honour to be with you and thank you for inviting us. It's a pleasure. And we have Dee, who you would have seen on one of my YouTube videos, Cooking with Dee. She is a food and farming campaigner, she's an activist, she's a DJ. I could go on, but I won't. She's all of those things. Hi Dee. Hi everyone. So today we are, it's not, it's not me interviewing anyone. You know what, this is my second podcast and you learn that it's about having a conversation. So, as I go on, they will get better. Um, so today it's a conversation about, as I said, racism, George Floyd. Everyone is just going to be honest and open. So, I'd like to just start off and say, oh, by the way, I'm Carol. <laughs> I'm the host of the podcast. And what am I? Um, what am I? I work in dentistry, I do a bit of DJing, and um, yeah, I do this, so that's it. So I don't know, where do people want to start really? I mean, I, I personally would like to start with the George, George Floyd incident, because I think that actually sparked off everything else, didn't it? So just a few little um, notes on that. So George Floyd died on the 25th of May 2020. I mean, 2020 has just been a horrendous year and this was just one of the main things. So he died on the 25th of May 2020. Um, he died after being arrested by police outside a shop in Minnesota. Four officers were involved. I don't even want to say this man's name, but Derek Chauvin knelt on Mr. Floyd's neck and was charged with murder. He let, he leant on his neck I'm even getting emotional talking about it. Um, and George kept saying more than 20 times, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. He kept his, um, he kept his kneel, he knelt on George's neck and throat for 
Well, we all thought it was 8 minutes and 46 seconds, but it was actually said it was 7 minutes and 46 seconds that he knelt there. And George was shouting out, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. This man is going to kill me. He also shouted out from his dead mother, Mum, I love you, I love you. Tell my kids I love them. I'm dead. And this was all because he went in and they thought he had a forged $20 note. I watched a video, I was very, very, very distressed. I mean, even talking about it, it still hurts. Is, does anyone want to jump in and say anything about, about this? Yeah, sure. Um, you just said, said before that it is a subject you say, on everyone's lips at the moment. Yeah. And I think it should be more on everyone's heart and soul. It is something that involves everyone, not just black people. All races, all nationalities, all over the planet, and I think it's uh, it's a it's like uh, Black Life Matters is human right matters, small circle in a wide circle of human rights. So it is involving everyone. So it's a, something inside of us. And it's it's a fight, if you can call it fight. It has to involve everyone, all nations in the world, and of course we are in Europe and Europe, especially for us. Can I just say um, that? on this group of people we do have myself and Dee who are, I mean it really has no relevance but it's just so you're aware of the conversation, myself and Dee are black women Tamsin is classed as a white Caucasian and Jesse is classed as a white Caucasian man Tamsin's a white Caucasian woman, so we've tried to get a variety of people to um, talk about this information <laughs> um yeah so i watched i also watched the footage of that and i kind of i didn't really want to but I, I felt like i had to and i was deeply traumatized by it and that's me in my skin feeling that and seeing it you know things like that happen you're aware of it but to actually see it like that really really i think hit everybody on another level mm. and because of social media and how widespread it got and it it wasn't just that the symbolism of what that imagery was is incredibly like emotive and historic you know that image of white dominance over um, black people True. and what that symbolizes and how deeply um, it is in our psyche and deeply entrenched in brainwashing and in our education and um, I heard recently which is really interesting that the highest order given to officials um, abroad is um, got this symbol of uh, St. Michael, I think it is, or something. It's got his foot on the devil, yeah? And the devil is represented as a black man. Yeah, that exists I didn't now. Know that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's how deep these, these things run. And since this has happened, I think it's been a massive awakening for people of how, really how deep this is, you know? And it's not, and how we are brainwashed and we're, we're, things are missed out of history all the time and through our education systems and everything. So people have, even if they don't consciously think that they're racist or they don't behave in an aggressive way towards um, someone who looks different to them, it's still in our psyche, you know, and we have to, we, I think, whether, whatever colour your skin, we all right now have a duty and a responsibility to re-educate, relearn, and understand, because it's whatever, um, whether you're black or white or wherever you're from, this is a big opportunity and everybody's learning, I think, through that, and I think yeah. that's... It's yeah. a really, really yeah. inspiring time in the world. Yeah, I uh, think, you know, it goes beyond it being in your psyche. You know, the Western world has built all these institutions 
based mm -hmm. on the dehumanization of black people yeah. you know we are seen as less than yeah. we're a commodity mm -hmm. to be used mm -hmm. we are not considered human and when George Floyd happened I think that just triggered so much um, during this pandemic because we're the mm -hmm. ones dying you know mm -hmm. black people are disproportionately dying of COVID so I think you know it was extremely traumatizing um, and we had this universal collective mm -hmm. trauma and grief of from people of all ages all walks of life you know my, I spoke to my mother and she was completely distressed by it yeah. and yes some good is coming of it but people are still dying it's happening right here in the UK mm. where police officers have their knee on our necks and that yeah. knee it happened two weeks ago isn't it yeah, yeah. Oh, and that knee that. on our neck right is everything yeah. you know it's the prison system yes. you yeah. know it, yeah. it's pharmaceuticals it's living in poverty all these things yeah. are knees on our necks yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you know it's not our job to change that yeah. Yeah. but D you said it's not our it's not our job to change that whose whose job do you think it is to change that I mean I, th I do think that we need education and I do think we need education in schools because there's no black history when I was growing up there was no black history at all it was all nice. white history so I mean I would say the schools need to change that and I would say family because it comes from how you're brought up how what, what I, I think that's part of the problem and understanding what structural racism is so yes it's good that you know we want history on on the curriculum and it's not black history it's all our histories mm -hmm. um but you know for us to dismantle racism as, as a structure that benefits white people yeah that uplifts you know, white people yeah. and makes being makes whiteness the norm mm. that demands a different sort of work. And it's not my work as a black woman to be doing that mm. or for any other black person. So who's, whose to, work is it? Right? It has to be white people. Yeah. They're the ones who created yeah. this this structure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? So they have to dismantle it. Yeah. And even though you start from that personal and with this unconscious bias training or whatever it needs to go beyond it needs to be anti-racist it yeah. needs to be anti-imperialist mm. yeah because that is what what sparks all this that yeah. imperialist attitude and motivation to to conquer and to divide mm. and, and to rule and unless we disrupt that and dismantle that nothing will change yeah so you're basically saying that there is white privilege as as two white Caucasian people. Would you say that you have privilege more than myself and Dee? 100% not wanted. Uh, really? Uncomfortable. Of course I have. Really? Of course I've got privilege because I'm white. And this is, I'm, I'm totally with you. This is the, the that attitude of imperialism and the fact that we celebrate these um this history, which is it, shameful, this is a shameful, disgusting history of uh, the sorry, like the, the white male, which it is. In, if you look at the order of things mm -hmm. and how we, the world is seen that the the white male is the top, 
the white female is next and then it's anybody that's got black skin or darker skin that is not right yeah. and that's what needs to change and every single day it, it, it's it's continuing and we somehow think that with the arrogance of the of white people that it's um that that's somehow okay and i think people white people are not every white person obviously yeah, yeah. but the people who are empowered the people who are white supremacists and there's too many of them are really scared now and so they should be i think because i think t things are changing now and the, the world is changing and because of our communication and you mentioned covid is really interesting which really confused the, every, everybody the whole world right it's been completely confused by what's yeah. going on and i never ever on a looking on a more positive thing I've never ever seen the world connected and united with that, with one cause. And they're talking the whole world, yeah, even True. little tiny countries have been, everybody knows, everybody's talking about this one subject of um, Corona, Covid or whatever. So we all got connected and I think it made, made sense of that in a way to me because of what happened then with George Floyd. So it's like, yeah, we all connect and then we get, see, get hit with seeing something like that. Yeah. So now we've all, we've all connected, so let's try and really really take this on and shift it and change it because we're living in a different time now these issues yeah. have been going on for you could say 500 years you could say thousands i don't know how how far back these issues yeah, come but is. if you look at the specifics of george floyd in america and their systems and the problem and the prison systems yeah which is slavery still exists we people yeah. benefit off slavery it's just done in a slightly different way but i think you know? there was racism also in shakespearean times yeah. if you think about literature think about um, you know the tragedies of Shakespeare yeah. you don't see many black people there when you see black people there it's strange we're mates so yeah mm. <laughs> but in regards to what Dee was saying before about the, the, the racism being in the system and the, the, the necessity of white people mainly to fight now although they think it's not for their matter it is even more their matter and coming from the government and the awareness of the government that they don't have yet there's racism, for example, in the UK, 100%. Yeah. Because when you see journalists, very clever journalists that we have in the UK, and I'm very proud of them, yeah. challenging MPs and saying, do you think we have racism? And they go, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Well, we're yeah. all quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. we're doing our best to allow people, but just take, take a step and say, yes. Yeah. There is yeah. racism, and we have to do something about this. Coming, starting from establishment in schools, I have a, a friend. She's a choreographer, and she, not sure if I can say names, and she's a black choreographer. Yeah, she has a jazz black company, and um, she teaches in a very big establishment. She came out uh, as uh, everything that happened in her life, starting from she was a college as a musical theatre performer performing Elaine which was only only what she was the only black person in wow. uh, the 70s wow and she was an amazing dancer and she couldn't become a ballet dancer because she was white black <laughs> but she made it in the jazz of course world which was easier for black people yeah and now she came out saying that she faced the racism and she was Elaine which is in a massive establishment in, uh, in the UK for musical theater and now teaching also in other establishment big 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 schools dance schools in, uh, in London she came out and now the, the directors all saying, how dare, oh, this is your narcissistic uh, soul. Mm. There's yeah. no racism here. Instead, oh, really? Instead they denied of, it. Yeah, but actually, they didn't, White fragility, that's called. Mm. But actually, yeah. they, didn't even, yeah. they didn't even go and talk to her. They actually tweeted Denial. this thing. They tweeted it? They tweeted yeah. it without content saying... Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, a normal... Even if you... Okay, try, try to be politically correct. 
give her credit, yeah. call her, interview and say, tell us what's happening, give her some space, give her something, but they didn't. So she's still in a fight, but she's alone. She's expecting maybe some colleagues, because she's a teacher there, to back her, back her up. No. And the students are doing it, but oh, not wow. yet other teachers. So I think they're I think they're frightened. I think people are frightened to come and back people because they're frightened about losing their job. They're mm. frightened about being a troublemaker, being called a troublemaker, and things like that. But going back to um, Tamsin's point about saying that it's united us all, I think on a personal level that it's brought out the racists. It's like it's like given it's united us in one aspect, but then it's also brought the people who are racist and have racist tendencies to come out and be vocal and actually say more. You know, we had all those um, protests by I don't know what they are, Tommy Robinson's people in in um, in London and in, in in America. They've had like I don't know the Ku Klux Klan and things like that. So it actually is giving these people a voice as well. Um, for them to come out more. Well, I think to... they, you know, racists were legitimised um, to come out from Brexit, from the time mm. Trump mm -hmm. came into power, right? And, you know, I think all our Black Lives Matters protests just gave them something mm. else, another platform, a, a, as it were. But they have been there from the time it was announced that the UK was leaving the EU next day believe mm. me there were racists mm -hmm. out on the street yeah. yeah directing their personal racism at people yeah but our system supported that mm -hmm. but you don't think it's increased from the, um, after this george floyd thing i don't think it's increased no. it's just no. been the it's just been same it's more visible mm -hmm. yeah. that's what it is yeah and because right. the world is at home watching it seems as though it's increased yeah but it's been right there all along yeah yeah i agree i think there's so much noise now and we have, we have to, we, we want to see real action a real responsibility from actually the government we we want to see more black people as mps not just asian just people happen. to make it better yeah but better. they say they got pretty patel they have rushy complexion might be Asian people didn't get uh, killed because of uh, you know what happened to George Floyd. So I think it, black yeah. people should be there, more black people. Right, but you know, as as they say, um, skin folk aren't necessarily kin folk. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, for yeah, yeah. a black yeah. MP, right, to yeah. stand up in House of Commons and say racism doesn't factor into sort of the disproportionate number of, of COVID-19 deaths, yeah, tells you that, right? I'm, I'm naive, who said that? Um, Patel uh, wouldn't surprise me. I'm not even going to give that okay. woman power, a black woman, African oh, woman, wow. I, I'm not even going to mention her name oh, to right, give surprise. her power, right? And that shows me that she's internalized racism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine, yeah. Right? She's arrived, she, she's benefiting, Right, so she's not gonna upset her little apple cart for the rest of us yeah. black people yeah. out here. Yeah. Right? and that's why I always say I'm a troublemaker. Right, because I'm going. I don't care who you are. Right, what your perceived status is. My queen is my mum. Yes. Yeah. yeah mom. Right. Yeah. So I, I will tell you to your face if you're racist. If, right. I, I might. 
I'll, I'll do it in a diplomatic way. Yeah. 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 Unless you're really coming for me, and then Tiger Mama comes up. <laughs> right? But I'm I'm telling you, right? And I'm letting you know how traumatic it is having to deal with this mm. day in, mm. day yeah. out, yeah. to be racially profiled. Yeah. Right? When I used to have locks, right? Every single airport I went through had to be searched even yeah. now as a disabled black woman yeah. right i am still racially profiled yeah. even though i have no yeah. hair still mm. right and i'm Disgrace talking all all countries i've visited in europe mm. the us every time yeah. i am physically searched right and all that is part of yeah. you know a it's racist racism. system yeah. and stereotyping and yeah, and that's disgraceful. I think really, wh why should you be the only person in a way that would be aware of those struggles? And that's what I think is development in in what's going on is people becoming more aware. Like, really, you have that because I don't have that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I know because of my work and because of who I am and how I live and where I've travelled and stuff. I, I've forced myself to understand and become a bit more knowledgeable about it. And even more since George Floyd as well. Well, I was going to say, is, is it why? just since George Floyd or before? But I, I, I know you and I think it's before. No, since I was yeah. a kid, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand mm. race. I remember at school sitting, learning about the slave trade as if it's some sort of commodity, you know what I mean? And sitting there and I was drawing these little people on the ship uh, and I just couldn't understand. I was like, this, these can't be people. You know, this yeah. The, yeah, people yeah. cannot treat other people like that. I couldn't get my head around it. But since that that memory is, since this has happened, I've been thinking about that. It's like from a, just from from a child's perspective. You know what I mean? So you're taught that 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 um, this massive group, this entire race of people, okay. are just a commodity to be traded and moved around. And how long is are we gonna? tolerate the intolerable you know what i mean how how long are black people just gonna have to accept yes i have to be searched yes if i go on holiday i've got to check how racist they are there yeah. i gotta check this i gotta check i gotta expect that this is gonna happen if, if a crime is committed against me and i call the police they're probably they're gonna, gonna think, you know what yeah, i mean no. I, they're yeah. not actually on my side how is that yeah. how have we everybody allowed that to happen these systems and it's so strong and it's so entrenched and yeah. so ingrained and it's very difficult to think how to dismantle that how to how do we become a better world with a better group of people and start uniting because we're one race right we're the human race so just how long are black people going to have to have to struggle this and have to shout and yeah it's not your responsibility yeah. anymore i think it's the people's responsibility the white supremacist systems the people that have got power and stuff it's their responsibility to try and shift it and actually more for white people it's a white people's problem that they somehow think yeah, that they're but, any yeah. better than anyone Tamsin, else Tamsin, devil's african no 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 sorry i don't want you to stop i'm being devil's african and saying they're going to say it's not our problem. We're of not dealing with it. Of course it, it is a problem. I'm middle class, I'm upper class. Well, why am I dealing with it? It's their problem. Let them right, do it. They're middle class and upper class built on back of oppression. Exactly. And the oppression of black people, um, brown people, yeah, people in global south, women, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That is why they have what they have. Yes. And by they us yeah. being anti-racist, anti abolitionist Blah, 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 you know, um, liberation. You know, we're, we're seeking our full liberation as people. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then, even though we claim to be very evolved, 
one of the best countries in the world, but we're, we're still sexist, we're racist, yeah. ableist, <laughs> you, you name it, everything. Homophobic, everything. Yeah. So you don't see in MPs or mainly white, yep. British, not black, Dominic not so many hunting. women, <laughs> not, 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 no trans, no gay, so yes. just British, yeah. white. And yeah. nobody Men. wants upset that status quo. Yes, it means them losing them. everything. And exactly. um, at the centre of that <laughs> lies capitalism. Yes. Yes. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Right. So to maintain capitalism means maintaining us, you know, as re resources as. Mm -hmm. You know, less than a human. It means retaining the oppression of people in our food system, in our manufacturing systems. Right? We don't see it here. Right? I mean, okay, a few weeks ago, you know, we they found about this factory, fast fashion factory oh, yeah. in Leicester, but that's been happening all along. Yes, right? Yeah. We have our dark kitchens. Right, where people are preparing. What's that day, right, so dark kitchens where people are preparing food for a lot of these um, chains. So when you order something on Uber or, or Just Delivery. Eat, right, Deliveroo, you name it, right, they're coming from dark kitchens where people aren't being paid properly. Slavery yeah. exists, it never oh ended, God, it just transformed. Yes. Right, we have millions of children in Africa, in South America who are working as slaves, yeah. Yeah. right? I always get on my high horse about chocolate, right? Brits love chocolate, yeah. right? But slavery, slavery is producing the majority of that chocolate. And sugar. Right? And, and sugar and tea, you yeah. know, right? And which is why I think, you know, food was the sort of field that sort of naturally what went into, right? And enough is enough. You yeah, know, when I travel and I meet farmers and fishers and people, you know, involved in our food system, it is just wrong. Yeah. Right? Can, I, can I ask you, how many, roughly, how many black ethnic farmers? I mean, I know of one black guy who's a farmer in England, but roughly how many black farmers would you um, So the official statistics say probably less than 1%, right? Um, when we, as in Lion, um, land in our names, which is a collective of people interested in land and land as, as reparations. Yeah. Um, we held a caucus in January. We had well over 50 people attend. All right? And so there are black farmers and black um, growers throughout the UK from Scotland to Wales to the UK, um, Ireland that I know of, right? But we are made invisible. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really bad. The other thing um, I would say is that, I mean, I've experienced something as from school when I had an Italian friend um, and she was like a really good friend and she said to me, no, not him. <laughs> and, um, and she said to me, her name was Sandra, I'm going to out her there, Sandra. <laughs> and she said to me, um, you know, Carol, if I was the headmistress of this secondary school, I'd get rid of all the niggers <gasps> and packies out of this school. To you? Yeah, and I said, you actually saying that to me? And she said, yeah, but you're all right. <laughs> Yeah. You're all right, you, yeah. and I said, really. I said, I'm all right. What do you mean I'm all right? Well, you're not like them, and I said, well, I am actually, Sandra. I'm black. Oh well, I'm. You know, she didn't apologise, but she still said, I've had, you know, many 
of those things happen. I've been searched, I went to Amsterdam with a friend um, called Amber who was white. They they went through my cocoa butter, they went through mm -hmm. goddamn everything. And so so yep. I, I yep. can relate I can relate to what Dee's saying. And then I've had where we've gone into a house um, of a patient to make dentures. She's like in her 80s, white. And she said, um, oh, dearie, oh, I didn't know you people. I thought you, you people only sang and danced. That's all you did. You know, and the dentist looked at me and I thought, you know what? Do I laugh? Do I cry? What do I do? Mm. Because, but you can't always say, oh, it's because she's older. Oh, you know, forgive her. No, it is forms of racism. Have, have you, any of you encountered anything like uh, that? Or, as, as a white person, or, yeah. I obviously don't have yeah. experienced racism and I never can. I, I've traveled all around Africa. I've been a minority and I've seen how differently I'd be treated. But not, I will never, I will never know, and I will never pretend to know. But I'm definitely aware, and and I'm, it just upsets me the fact that, yeah. that that's just a normalised thing in our systems. And it's when you come to an airport, it's when you come to, yeah. it's 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 systemic, and that's what's so yeah. so dangerous and so difficult to dismantle. And that's the the power that all the power is is in the hands of the white supremacists. So, exactly. so it makes it, the one percent in, yeah, in world. It, it, you know, yeah. like the Elon Musk of, of will yeah. don't give a damn. Yeah. yeah? Or but, Jeff Bezos or, or whatever. If they just gave half of what they have, yeah. they could clear sort of countries' debts and do so much more. But they yeah. don't care. No more they're no narcissistic. Power and money. They they're bothered about money. Yeah. And as for like my personal experiences when it comes to racism is when it's, it's an interesting thing, it's not necessarily that um, clever, but if you, if you meet someone, you have a conversation with them and you're getting on well, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, they come out with something. Because you're white, they think that they can say it to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. So, someone I was speaking to, I'm not going to name necessarily where they're from or who they were, but uh, of saying, um, yeah, yeah, this, we're talking about schools and stuff. So, yeah, but there's too many, there's too many black faces at the school. Oh and I was just like it hits me like adrenaline yeah. pumps and I'm like right that's it we're but done did you know you, and did I you say anything can't to stand that thinking that they can say things like that to me did because you, did you, I'm white did you say anything to that person or yes I just, always if yeah. ever anyone says anything I always pull them up and that's the end that's the end of it I don't want to associate I don't want to be around people like that at all, all right. so, which is a great so, thing but it's interesting because you probably don't you have it in a different way yeah. you have yeah. it as direct yeah. but it's it's Indirect. indirect. And yeah. that's a, I think that's the worst for me. It's yeah. indirect, really. So, so now, now that we are, we are aware of this, we have arrived now and we understand this, what can we do now? Like sign more petitions now? Do we have to sign petition, let's say, to say we want more mixed schools, we want more MPs which are black? Uh, what can we do I now? I'm asking don't. myself and I'm asking no, everyone I know. as well. So, and that's a really relevant question and thanks for asking that question. Yeah. Uh, Dee? I, I think representation is good, but it's more about participation, participation and changing those structures yeah. from within. Right? So, you know, like how organisations could put things out and don't realise how they're anti-racist or how they're anti-queer you know, just from their wording or whatever else, and I'm going to go there now, like XR. You know, you look at their website, they are blatantly who, who, racist. Who, who's as that, in Sorry, I'm not. Extinction naive. Rebellion, right? Oh, okay. Right? I mean, look at who who goes to Extinction Rebellion. You, right? you, might, have, you might have a handful of black people, yeah. 
right? But, you know, it's it's core. Even though they, they say they're, you know, there's no central power base, they do have a core that is racist. Wow, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah? I didn't and, know that. you know, people have come out <laughs> and said things and haven't realised that they're being racist. Mm. Right, so you know, it's like challenging organizations yeah. look at yourself yeah. And, yeah. and change, yeah. change from within. Yeah. Look up your practice, look up what you're doing. You know, how many exactly. organizations in this country are lily white? Yeah, yeah. so we have many. to think that basically in every establishment, we're talking about this country, there's racism in every establishment. There is. Yeah. In, also in private businesses. There's yeah. In yeah. banks, yeah. in everything. Yeah. Schools, Global. you don't even you know, mention yeah. it. Yeah. They, they, um, I can remember one instance, that, was it Benetton, where they had the t-shirt and they said cheeky monkey on yeah. it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pennies. You know, yeah. Pennies. Pennies. Yeah. I yeah. think Tommy Hilfiger, yeah. I mean, oh, fashion yeah. is a massive yeah. thing. I, I mean, this is a really, I shouldn't even be saying this, but someone who I know said to me that Tom Ford, and this is a fact, Tom Ford, the designer, said at one point that he had too many black models mm. in his fashion show and to decrease them. Wow. And that, that is a, you know, fashion is very, you work as a designer, yeah. fashion yeah. is very racist. Yeah. And yeah. But Carol Theatre is very racist. Right, I mean, the West End of London, makeup, which is, beauty, is everything is. It's yeah. supposed to be yeah. a, a variety of people. It's not yeah. at all. I, so, and I, Broadway as well, of course. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think about racism sometimes as a mental health issue. It's like if you don't like something, you can not like it, and you can still be next to it, and you can still. It's another thing wanting point. to take them down, wanting to kill them, wanting yeah. to hurt them, wanting to overpower them. That's a mental health issue and it's a generational one that's been going yeah. on for far too long. So if we look at it and deal with it in that way, I think that would be an interesting thing. And take, for example, with um, institutional racism. Yeah. So we know, yeah, and from George Floyd's death, of the of how, how bad it is, how bad the police are to yeah. treat black people. So that's where start. So they're now working in the Met Police and in police probably all over the world there's really really racist horrible evil people that are mentally ill that want to hurt and kill kill yeah, people yeah. find them yeah get them out yeah design but, a program. but that, how, how, how talking, do you find them right? it isn't the people it's the training they receive right yeah. and the you know the authority to you know view a young black man and say he is guilty from get-go yeah. Yeah, that like you could stop any young black man. Get them out, though. Right? But, but it's not individuals. That, that's the entire issue. It is the police force itself. But there and are how, some good... Yeah, yes, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, but I totally agree with that. good police that are from, you know... Yeah, but it means changing their training, changing their yes, procedures. Yeah. yeah, even from employment. When but, you give someone a job, there should be a, a right, stringent but, testing of if you've got anything. Yeah, but the system itself, if you look at history yeah, they of don't policing, you look at the system of policing, which came out of enslavement. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, prisons, yeah. all those came out of enslavement and the end of it, right? And, and to keep black people in their place, yes. to keep poor white people yeah. in their place right so we for us we have to disrupt that 
You know, you, sorry, you said that um, you kind of shook your head a bit when we talked about, um, uh, what's it called, petitions and stuff like that. You, you're not, you don't think, because I, I, I think that that is something that I can see actual changes happening. Mm. If a petition gets more than 10,000 signatures, the government has to respond. If it gets more than 100,000, it has to go to parliament. Yeah. So there is certain, uh, certain level yeah. of power in with petitions and things getting dealt with. And there's more in the world today now, there's more educated, rich, powerful black people yeah. than there ever has been, right? So if there's enough mm, people that, that are um, higher... Yeah, they, they are. And, and that's an issue. Two. You know, I think <laughs> there's an issue with... Not enough. Sort of yeah, middle class more than black people ago. sort of moving away. Not enough of them are standing with ordinary people yeah. or using like their yeah them. or using yeah. their position mm -hmm. yeah to to shift things it's like right i've arrived yeah. i have my stuff yeah. and i need to protect my stuff yeah, yeah. and that uh, sorry dear i was just gonna say i agree with what you're saying and i agree with tamsin i agree with tamsin um but i think that there are more black powerful people but it's in the states i think the states even though they have a racist yeah. president there, more black female and male people have a, um, more opportunity in America than they do here, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I think and, I, I and, really and, do. and throughout Europe as well. Yeah. And throughout Europe as well, yeah? Yeah. How, what do you think about that, Jesse? Yeah? Right, so you're Italian. Yeah. Who, who picks your food? Do you know who picks your food? Right, probably black people. <laughs> right, who who live in slave conditions, right, who aren't paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I th and I think um, you know we've had many cases of people who it's not just George George Floyd in the states. We've also had I watched a fantastic drama. I don't know if any of you guys watched it called Anthony about Anthony Walker. He was a teenager who got killed. Yeah, um, it was a racially motivated killing at bus stop years ago. We've had Stephen Lawrence who yeah. got killed here and we also had Mark Duggan who got killed by the police. So it's not only an American thing, it's also a British thing that's happening here in England. So you're asking Jesse, what, yeah. can, what can you do? For me, I think it is institutional and you have to break that barrier somehow. And Dee, sorry, just going back yeah. to when you were saying about um, the woman in the house of lords or whatever and it yeah. was like I've made myself I also you know this this is just something that I have to bring up Pe black people with businesses I find that you know you may be Asian Sri Lankan Afghanistan or whatever if they have businesses they support each other yeah I don't find as a black person that we support each other with businesses and things um, you agree we with don't that? We don't, and I think that's coming from a long history of mistrusting right. each other. You know, that, that crab in barrel thing, you know, so it's like everyone wants to be closer to white and everyone wants to keep what they get for themselves, but we can no longer operate like that, right? We need to be supporting each other. We need to be keeping our money as far as possible within our community yeah yeah but you're saying that it's because we we want to be more white what do you mean by um, that it's, i it's don't want to be more white i, but I want but to I think move it's up part the scale. of the internalized racism 
Right? So I know of black businesses who don't even cater to us. What you what you mean? Right? They, because they all they care people, about right? all they care about is the money and making it. It takes a lot to come out and say, right, I am a black business, my black business is for my community, right? But then even harder to get your community to buy in to you and your product or, or your services. Why? Because our community doesn't trust trust us. Yeah, they think I, we're going to steal or we're charging too much or whatever. So all that, you know, they're, they're different layers of work. So we as black people have some work to do. Um, I always talk about healing. We have some deep, deep healing to do as people who have been traumatized for hundreds of years. And we carry that, it's been proven, we yeah. carry that violence Cellular. in our DNA, right? So we have some deep healing to do. Right? We have some healing to do in terms of unlearning some of these things we've learned growing up. Yeah, all that is part of, of, of liberation. Yeah, we need to start with ourselves. Right? And same for white people, they need to start with themselves, but not just stop at that. We start with ourselves and move on. Right. So let I've checked my privilege, I've checked my bias. Right, let me look at this system or this world. So you're in the theatre world. You start checking the theatre world and challenging them. Coming out even more and also mentioning names as well in public, I think. Yeah. So maybe... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, st and stopping people from saying things because the other day a black person was describing something to me and they said, oh, you know that Paki? And I said, sorry, what, yeah. what, 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 what did you say? And he said, you know that packing? It was a black person saying that to me. And I said, hold on one second. The same way you don't like people calling you a nigger, yeah? You're disrespecting the Asian person calling them packy. I don't respect you saying packy. So I had to check myself. Do I say something or do I not say something? And I'm, I'm a bit like D. I'm a bit maybe too outspoken. And I will tell people if they're out of place. So I had to say that, and then he said, oh, 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 okay. And it makes people think then that they just can't say things and get away with it. Mm. And I think that's what we need to do a bit more of, is um, telling people. Yeah, but I mean, it's not just telling people. I think it's making them aware that this is part of the system. That divide and conquer, yes. that colorism, that, you yeah. know, brown is better than yeah, black, yeah. right? Which is why we have so many Asians. Yeah, no. And and I mean, in positions of, of power. And also, mm. the black people bleaching their skin. Yeah, mm. I, I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> colorism, like you said. Yeah, that that colorism, Real. right? That exists within our communities, right? Who think that the closer you are to white, the better you are, yeah. right? And more yeah, likely definitely. you are to succeed. But also, for right? example, black women that are, for example, um, doing things in their hair. I think everybody's allowed to be as vain as we want men or women and it's absolutely fine to be um, creative with hair with plated hair whatever but I'd like also I'd like to see some women being natural as well not trying to change themselves with like afro because I'm not saying that they're trying to be as similar as one yeah. probably not it's about okay, creativity can I, can I ask you so yeah. like me I straighten my hair, relax my hair, I put extensions in. Would you, and, and be honest, no, I'm would all, you think that I'm trying to be I'm always white? honest. I'm always honest with you as, yeah. as a friend as well. And I say yeah. it's, it's okay people doing it because I can do that as well if I make my hair straight if I want. 
but at the same time I'd like to see some at least in London for example and you don't see so many really very 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 few people I see them in Africa I've got friends in Africa and we do video calls and WhatsApp in Africa most women especially Malawi South Africa as well Ghana they're more natural but in this country they have to be with the straight hair you don't have to blonde. be I think we just want to be yeah it's okay to be it's a want to be but also yeah. it's okay to be natural as well I mean my, my father is Italian and he had a half for like yeah, this he did yeah. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> so he I, did as well he did I, but I think it comes back to that healing yeah no it's yeah. like we have to learn to love, love ourselves yeah. as we are yeah. and it is a journey because I used to straighten my hair and whatever else and then sort of you know, as part of my own learning, just right, and, and went natural, right, and I have been natural. Was, it, was that a conscious decision or? Yeah, so that's been a conscious decision, right? Yeah. But I mean, black people have been straightening their hair and using extensions yeah. for millennia, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. As well, right? If you really look into you know the history of of, of black hair, yeah. right? We've always been doing that. So it's not necessarily that everyone is trying to look white. Yeah. Want to make yeah? Look right? Tan. But the bleaching thing, right, that is dangerous. That yeah, is, is dangerous. deep, deep but that's Ill, the, it's illness. Not, you know, yeah. is that mental health yeah. thing? It's not only physically it's not only physically dangerous. It's dangerous in a lot of ways because physically you're trying to make yourself look white. And mentally, you must think that you want to be yeah, right. That's, I yeah. think that's the psyche of it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. It's the same issue, isn't it? To think that you, in order to succeed more, in order to get that job, you should hide your blackness yeah. in order to do yeah. it. Well, well, not just that. I mean, I, um, in my family as well, coming to and having to change identities because to fit in more, to, if you look more, in, if you sound more English and if you look more Western or whatever, white, then you're more likely to, to succeed yeah. or get further. Yes. But that's, yeah. that, that's part of what needs to change, isn't it? And yeah. to celebrate, to show more power. And black, black people are strong and powerful. And since, since researching, since this with my kids as well, we learnt loads about the Maroons. Yeah, I didn't even know about yeah. who the Maroons I were. I don't know about the Maroons. Yeah? I mean, I so we have Maroon societies yeah. throughout South America and Caribbean. I mean, even the Gullah people in the US who are people who escaped from enslavement and you know kept their Uh-oh. traditions and sort of fought against in Jamaica though. right so Nanny of the Maroons yeah, Nan- Suriname had still yeah. has a strong maroon culture um my heritage is Trinidad mm-hmm. and even though we didn't necessarily have maroons we had free Africans people don't know that yeah. we had free Africans who came right to work mm-hmm. right so it means you know we, we've managed to keep our, our a lot of our african traditions really strong yeah. and alive and that's come through into the labor, labor movement yeah. into you know the anti-colonial and anti um imperialist movements and you know movements for independence that's what right? needs to be more knowledge about that right but all that more you know education. most people don't know that that history yeah. Yeah. and everything from our food to our languages to our you know our dress you name it you know spirituality right everything i would say in, in modern world yeah is based on africa right yeah. and our strength and our, yes. our resilience 
right and, yeah. and beauty that has yes. come out of all this negativity and violence against yeah. us even you look at um we're, we're talking about black people trying to bleach their skin or trying to that it's um actually you know what the kardashians and yeah. stuff. Oh, but that whole image of people making their lips bigger and their bum and their bigger bum, yeah. and tanning their skin yeah. and everything so if, if we love black culture and black tradition and everything yeah. why are we not treating black people a Thank bit you. better yeah. in the world and, you know and, what i mean and also people going on the beach to tan themselves to to get brown and to get black <laughs> yeah yeah that's the other thing and just because we haven't really got long <laughs> this has been such Go a good now. conversation oh, there, there might be a part two but I'd like to just bring it a little bit onto um, the Windrush thing situation yeah. and you know many years ago my mum and dad came over from Windrush came over from the West Indies um, brought over in the Windrush um, part and then you know we came over to help the British people in at the time. And then people were saying now, oh, you were born, I, I mean, I'm, I class myself as black British because I was born here. Um, but then, you know, people will say to us, what are you doing here? Go back home. Well, go back home. My home is here. Yeah, but what exactly. they have to remember is that our parents, well, my parents, I'm sure, I'm yeah. not sure about Dee, came over to help the English people. All right. And then they had this big Windrush crisis. What are we saying about that? We have to keep it short and sweet. I'm sorry, I'm short guys. And sweet. Okay, <laughs> this this shows how much power people hold. Those people who came over were British citizens, yeah. right? There's yeah. Yeah. evidence there, yeah. right, that they came over as British citizens. Yeah. Successive governments have destroyed that evidence, yeah. right, and created laws to ensure that the, their rights as citizens have been eroded. Yes. So criminal. It's all right? Okay. And it is criminal. Yes, yes. it is all right? criminal. So when people tell me, go back where you come from, I said, what, inside my mum? Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Right? I belong here. I have every right to be here. Yeah. Whether as someone being born here or as a migrant who comes here, we belong here here everyone does do you know on that form do you put what do you put when it says black black caribbean black african black british black other what do you put what do you sign it's just out of my interest um i a lot of times i'm i'm very naughty and i put other that's the one right i i am citizen of the world world citizen yes thank you okay You know, I should have started this thing saying, but I never use the word the word black or white. For me, they are just created by the system. I'm using us. them now just to make it a bit simpler. Yeah. But like D, I say others because yeah. I don't yeah. I don't have the identity of why or blah, but whatever it is, others, Human. okay. humans, humans, creative individual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tamsin, do you what put, do I put on the phone? Yeah. Ashamedly, I'm now going to put other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change that one. But that's part of the work that we all need to do. We need to disrupt yes. race. Yes. Yeah, exactly. and being ca- categorized into race. As you said yes. earlier on, Tamsin, we are all one, yes. right? Yeah. We are the human race. Yes, exactly. Do you, know, do you know, during this 2020 and this crisis thing, there was a lovely little video on Twitter, and I'm sure it's on YouTube, where there was two little boys in America a black little boy and a white little boy 
and they just ran towards each other and hugged each other and were holding hands and it just showed me it was just so cute and it was just like showed me that children sometimes they don't look at people mm. and their colour and yeah, and who it. they are, yeah. you know, whether you're a girl, whether you're a boy, whether you're black, whether you're white, you're Chinese, whatever, they just take you I think as a child we used to just take people for who they are. Yeah, more. you do yeah, I think children are and they're inspirational. I saw a video recently, I don't mm. know if anyone else saw it since this happened of this video of I, she was a really young like really young kid having a discussion at a table with her parents and other adults about um, whether black people should be, you know, uh, uh, treated equally or whether they... Uh, and the kid was like, well, but why, you know, why is it this and that? And it was interesting, people's reaction to it, because some people were like, see, isn't it beautiful how innocent that, that child is? Yeah. And she's challenging her, the parents mm. on this topic. And actually... What was more relevant to me or what, what stood out more to me was the fact that you're sitting around a table, a group of adults, discussing whether black people have got a right to live. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's that the issue. The we know children are beautiful, innocent beings. Where They're taught to... How, how can you teach, as a parent, your child to hate? Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. That, that is such a big, big problem, yeah. you know. In, that's and, part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. But it is interesting with kids because, I mean, working with my kids on this topic, like, quite intensively since, <laughs> since this happened. Um, and it's just amazing to see their She's kind of their three innocence. lovely boys, they, they've just come. <laughs> <laughs> their innocence and kind of confusion with, like, what? How? Like, you know, and even the thing I said about when I was a kid and drawing it, it's like children... Uh, we can look to children to yeah. be inspired yeah, so. by this and stop stop Corrupting brainwashing them. them. Yeah. And h- how, as a parent, do you teach a child to do, to to hate another human being? Like, it's because just because that's what happened when you are brainwashing people and you got already a mental problem. That's why, like, these policemen are, you know, doing crime, criminal things. Yeah. Okay, guys, we are coming towards the end, but I want I want to ask you two questions. So can we go around and just, um, we have to keep it, I'm really sorry, short and sweet. Who went on a Black Lives Matter protest here? Yeah, I went. I took all my kids and had to take the kids out of school for two weeks after. And um, I went on the London... Tamsin, that is, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was, everybody woke up in the morning as well, and switched, maybe, but you didn't wake up and switch radio on, but everyone was discouraged from going because of the, um, of Corona and everything else. And actually, my experience of being there, it was a really beautiful, uplifting um, experience, which, which ironically was kind of disrupted by the police at the end as well. Everybody was peacefully walking home at the end of it. They blocked Westminster Bridge for no apparent reason. They then sent in the riot police. It's like how mm. they respond to gatherings, if ever they're a gathering of black people or a gathering of white mm-hmm. people, and that's been highlighted loads through, like, yeah. the beaches and all these, um, you know, sea of white people when you're meant to be socially distancing and inside, and what they'll politely go and ask them to disperse or to move on. Um, whereas if, a, if, if, if it's a black or there's a party, they send in the riot police and yep. they go in with force and then they wonder why there's... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, 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 don't, I don't, mean to, don't mean to cut you. It's so just yes, a really... Yes, I protest. Yes. Yeah, you yes, did. It was good. Well done. Oh, unfortunately, I didn't go, but I was in the middle of the pandemic anyway. I would like to be to have more of this uh, uh, 
parades and, and marches and whatever in every areas of London. Yeah. So more people can go and just walk there. There was wanting. local ones as well. Not in my, not in North, North London, I think. Yeah. Um, I didn't go. I made a conscious decision not to go because I know the police. I know what they'll do. Yes, I know. And physically, I can't run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my, I didn't stop any of my children participating, and. I use my Twitter platform to support and did whatever support I can do within the Black Lives Matter movement and of supporting young people who did want to go. Okay. I unfortunately, I didn't go, and I'm saying unfortunately, but I made a conscious decision because I didn't, to be honest and to be blatant, I didn't want to get COVID. And um, I didn't think there'd be social distancing and I didn't feel comfortable going to the Black Lives Matter and being at risk of COVID, but it was a thing that I was very, 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 very supportive of, and I supported by doing Twitter and doing a lot of online things, um, and I did as much as I could, but I was very supportive, but I just, I regret a little bit not actually going and protesting. We are coming, we've come to the end of this. I'm so sorry, Tamsin. Um, I just want, I've got to say thank you. Yeah, I think we need a part two because it's been a really, really very interesting um, conversations actually. (laughs) But um, I'd just like to say, literally, I'm going to say thank you, but can we say one word, I don't know, one word, an inspiring word of this or or of 2020 or or just, just one word, one positive word, Tamsin. I don't know. Unity or love. (laughs) Say it again. I guess unity is my word. Okay, that's Tamsin. Jesse, one just positive word, 2020. I I repeat unity and togetherness, but I also inspired by the information. Okay. Um, For me, it's real solidarity and always from a place of love, sorry. That's yeah. a sentence. <laughs> it's all right. I say mine is um, oh, I can't even say one word. I'd say um, just to love each other, man. Yeah, no. Really, it's just just really to love each other. Um, that is the end of this podcast about race. I think we tackled everything. So I'd like to say thank you so much to Tamsin. Thank you, Tamsin. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. Okay. It's a pleasure um, with her three kids as well. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Carol. These are the two lovely ladies here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dee. Uh, thank you for having me and letting me speak. Yeah. Oh, please. It's, it's, all about, it's all about us speaking. Um, we might have to have a... Would you guys want a part two to this? Or? Uh, most definitely. <laughs> I, I think we only just touched on things. Yeah. yeah. And it would be good to get more in, in depth on, on some of the things we've yeah definitely on. and we did just touch on them we didn't actually um we we could have gone deeper so i think we will have a part two thank you to anyone and everyone listening out there i hope that you saw um or have been inspired by this podcast and um we'll take a look at yourself and think what can i do personally to improve the world to improve racism to um yeah to to look at yourself and 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 let's make a change 2020 has been a hard year let's make a change guys thank you for listening to my podcast this was loose lips 
Thank you to Dee, Tamsin and Jessie. Have a beautiful day, guys, and um, I'll be back soon, preferably with part two, and um, talking about other subjects, and you know it's always going to be loose lips. Take care.